So let me tell you about my really awesome sponsor called Gummy Cube. They've been sponsoring this show now for some time and they enable you to get feedback on every aspect of your iOS or Android app. And we know that is massively important if you've been listening to the show for any length of time. It's all about feedback, feedback, feedback. So they have this focus group service. What that means is that you can start split testing icons, screenshots, way much more. It really helps when you are in a pre-launch phase or even if your apps are already in the app store. So to learn more about Gummy Cube's focus group service, go to www.gummycube.com. That's www.gummycube.com. And thank you very much, Gummy Cube, for continuing to support the show. So I have a highly relevant sponsor who I think you'll want to go and get a free consultation with. Uh, they are called Apptentive. And uh, don't just take my word for it. Let me read out what people are saying. They're falling in love with this service. Uh, there is a company called Big Fish Games, and this is what they're saying. Apptentive's SDK was the easiest integration I've done. It just works. It's dead simple. There's uh, a big name developer telling you how awesome they are. So go and find out. Go to www.apptentive.com forward slash app guy. That's apptentive.com forward slash app guy. Thank you very much to Apptentive for being so awesome. Hi, this is Don Bora. I'm with 8-Bit Studios and you're listening to the App Guy podcast. The App Guy podcast, straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy, sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. And now, Paul, the App Guy. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. I'm your host, it's Paul Kemp. And uh, I've got a bit of a story about this next guest. Uh, I uh, was in Bali and uh, I ended up chatting with um, a good uh, app entrepreneur who was, uh, had a side project. And he said he knew this guy called Carter Thomas. And I was like, hey, Carter's coming on my show. This is a big, big guest we've got today. Please stay tuned. It's Carter Thomas. He's the founder of Blue Cloud Solutions. A lot of you must know him by now. If you haven't, then uh, do go and check out uh, the show notes. It's episode 348. And you can go to theappguy.co and get all the links that we're going to be talking about. Carter, welcome to the App Guy podcast. Paul, thanks for having me, man. This is great. It's great to have you on. So, well, tell us about it yourself. Uh, you know, maybe one or two listeners who haven't heard of you, uh, tell us about what you what you do at Blue Cloud Solutions. Sure. So, at Blue Cloud, it's a, Blue Cloud is a website, and it started as a blog, and now it's it's a blog, but it's also more of a community and a resource for people who are in the app business and want to become get into the app business. And the backstory of Blue Cloud is that I started from zero. You know, I didn't know how to code or do anything. And I slowly started to learn about the App Store, and uh, I started doing uh, a, a few different marketing systems to get into the app space. And I started sharing all that information with people and really kind of saying, hey, I'm an open book here. I want everyone else to be able, be able to have the same success I had. And so uh, through the course of a few years, every time I would do something new in the app business, um, between, you know, I built thousands of apps and I sold multiple portfolios, um, figured out a lot of different ways to uh, choose keywords and you know, market your app and things like that. Uh, I would share all that information on Blue Cloud. And over the course of three years, um, we've built over 1,500 apps. We've reached millions and millions of people on the website. Uh, we've sold five different companies, built and sold five different companies. And now what we're doing is we're really trying to educate Anyone who's interested in the app business, whether you already have an app or you've never built anything, we want to be the place where you come, 
and you can talk to other people about your experience, get the best information, and really have a really clear plan to get from where you are to where you want to be. So you reminded me immediately of a guest that we had on a New York Times bestseller called Joel Com, and he uh, he he found this. Um, kind of unique marketing strategy, which is just reveal what you're doing with apps, especially given the app, the app store and, and Apple are pretty hard to understand what's going on behind the scenes. So, so he uh, revealed a, a lot of the uh, downloads where it, and he ended up on the uh, app store. Uh, and uh, the, the press really loved this and picked it up and, and, and made the whole app viral. So I'm guessing you're doing you know something similar. You're just being transparent at Blue Cloud and and opening yourself up, and, and people are liking what you're writing. Yeah, and a lot of that's when, uh, you know, that's how, kind of how it got started, because uh, in 2013, 2014 is when I was also a beginner, right? Like, I just <clears throat> kind of walked in, or 2012 too as well, and I didn't really know what I was doing, and it was really hard because I would go online, and I would try to go into these forums, and I mean, just nobody was talking about it. And more, like, the harder part is that it was hard to find other people that would share information with me. And so I said, well, you know, if I'm having this problem, I, there's got to be other people. And so that was when I was really in the thick of the apps, right? I was like, here's how you pick keywords. Here's how you choose an icon. Here's how you do screenshots. Here's how you get downloads. You know, here's how you make money, things like that. And that's evolved into now I work more on the business side of apps, right? Like I'm an investor. I have huge venture capital funded apps. Uh, we've got a huge, like a really big distribution channel on Blue Cloud. I still own a lot of apps. But I'm more interested in buying and selling apps, you know, the business of apps. And so that's now that's what I the transparency. But we also have so many people that the the sharing is becoming a bigger part of what we're doing. And so the content is getting better and better. And it's just a really terrific conversation that we're having. So uh, it started off definitely with me saying, you know, every day, here's what I'm doing. Here's a test I'm doing. Here's what worked. Here's what didn't. And now it's more of saying, here's all the people out there. Here's who you can talk to. And here are some things, the strategic moves that you need to think about and talk to everyone else about the micro, but we want to be able to make sure that you're, you're, making, you're having the right conversations and you're thinking about the right things. You know, it's funny because uh, <clears throat> I actually started the podcast uh, under the same, uh, I guess, cloud as you did. And I didn't really know what I was doing. <laughs> I mean, I, was, I came from the city mm-hmm. I was, uh, working in banking. So I was like, it was really new for me. And so I started the podcast a few years ago, and here we are, episode three hundred and forty-eight. Uh, and it's 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 much better when you you network, you start to join communities, and uh, and now you know I've had a success of uh, getting a top two uh, app in the, um, the U.S. charts and and doing all these other things. Uh, but but it's uh, would you say it's it's a gradual process? You can't really um, shortcut the process. Yeah, I think so. I mean, in terms of building a community or, or, or in terms of apps or anything, really, it's like, you know, you have to have credibility and you have to really know what you're talking about. You have to be, you can't just kind of fabricate it or, you know, fake your success in any business. Um, so I think that it's one of those things like you have to truly believe in it. You have to really be passionate. And if you are going to be transparent, you have to believe in what you are doing. Like you have to genuinely want to help people. Otherwise, you're going to look like a, like a marketer, right? You're just going to look like you're doing it for an ulterior motive. You know, and uh, this is why I do the podcast as well, is because I wanted to cut through all the, the rubbish out there that's written about the success stories, because a lot of the uh, people that I was meeting, 
you know, would read the headlines, um, a 19-year-old guy, you know, just gets bought out by Yahoo or whatever the, the headlines are. And they don't understand just how hard the, the journey is with apps. And do you do the same thing? Try to kind of reveal how tough it, it actually is and, and paint a more realistic picture of uh, app entrepreneurship. Yeah, and I think what I've learned is that uh, I, I totally agree with you. I think that the kind of, you know, the one-time success stories, the overnight millionaire types, I think that that is uh, almost irresponsible to say that that's what the ad market is all about. And there's a great article in Vanity Fair um, recently, I think it was like this past week, where this guy talks about how we're actually not in a tech bubble financially. It's a psychological bubble where people who think that because their company got bought for $50 million, they know what they're doing in business, right? And I think the same thing is, is it, it trickles down to the app business, where people see all this money being made, they, they, they think app, the app store is this microcosm of you either make $20 million or you're nobody. And I think what I'm trying to do is say, look, this is a real business and you can't expect these massive successes to happen if you don't follow business fundamentals. So it's not that there are not a lot of success stories, it's that there's a lot of people who are running their businesses the wrong way. It's people who are expecting these hacks and these tricks and these kind of one-time you know, ways of breaking through the system that only really exist for the first year or two of a new market. And you actually have to step back and say, I need to run this as if this was a real business. And when, I, when you do that, you see that these success stories and the, the way people really grow their businesses actually does start to happen over and over. And we do share those success stories, but we talk a lot about the, the journey of it and how it, was, it is repeatable and how they, it is built on fundamentals. And it's not just like, oh, I published these two apps in one hit and now I've got all this money. It's about here's, here's the failures I had here's what I've learned and here's how I can keep doing this and here's how you can do it too. And that's the kind of success story I like to talk about. Yeah, so Carter, I know a lot of the listeners listening to this are this type of person. They are uh, working for maybe a company they're not 100% happy with, but it's a means to an end. And they start side projects and get into uh, building apps. What, what, to those people, what would you recommend they do? What's the best way of them, they're focusing their precious time on you know, have you got any advice for us? <clears throat> well, yeah, I mean, that's a, I mean, it's an awesome question, and it's the kind of thing, you know, I wish, I wish I could have more conversations with people about that, and we, we try to do that with Blue Cloud, but what I would tell that person is, you know, get real about what your expectations are when the app business, because I think some people come in and they, they either say, this is, you know, I've got this awesome idea, it's going to make a billion dollars. Or some people come in and they say, oh my gosh, I could just reskin apps. And I, like, I'll just create this app factory and I can outsource everything like the four-hour work week and I'm going to make this $300,000 passive income without doing anything. Or, you know, any kind of... But what they don't think about is, all right, well, who are my, who's my community out here? Who should I talk to? What am I really good at? What can I focus on in the app business that might not be the whole vertical supply chain of building an app, marketing it myself, monetizing it myself? You know, what could I specifically focus on that would be different than other people? You know, maybe you are someone who has a great network already. Maybe you can put together deals for other app makers. Maybe you can be a publisher already. Maybe you can open a design company. I mean, I don't know. But what, the first thing I would say to somebody is, you know, think about getting into the app business without actually building an app. 
because I think that that's something that a lot of people forget about and that a lot of people that are in these other tertiary industries, they don't think about, you know, Paul, for you, for example, like as a banker, you come in instead of saying like, all right, I'm, you know, like <laughs> yeah. it's, instead of the first, the first thing might be, oh man, I read this awesome blog post on, on flipping apps or reskinning apps. You, maybe you would think I'm just coming from the finance industry. And that is one of the, one of the most underrepresented industries in the app business. How can I, as a banker with someone who understands this, this market, get the app business to connect the dots for the financial industry? And having that conversation instead of saying, all right, well, I'm going to go by the same source code and I'm going to go read the same blogs as everybody else. and I'm going to do the same thing that everybody else is trying to do with the same ad networks. You know, that's just a harder path to go down. And in any business, you wouldn't do that, right? Like you, you differentiate yourself earlier in, in the conversation. So I think that that's what I would always say to somebody is find what you're good at, find what you're unique at and, and approach the app market that way. I, Carter, I love that. I love that. It's just true. Uh, I agree with everything you're saying there. I mean, I've I've uh, spoken with a lot of uh, uh, people who have come in and, and lost a lot of money on the um, the app store. You know, it's expensive to build apps through an agency, but they they have this wild vision, and and, uh, and it's just it's sometimes heartbreaking to to listen to them. You know, de- delusional sometimes. You know, like uh, they're going to build the next Instagram. Yeah. Unless they've put their house on the market to do it, it's like, oh no! Uh, so it's great to hear you, you know, talk. Um, and uh, yeah, and, sense, and, you know, along uh, those same lines, like I, I have those conversations too. I mean, I'll talk to people, and they'll say, um, you know, I'm this, I, I've got this killer job, or I've got this high-paying job. I'm like the top, uh, you know, project manager in my department for this SaaS company. I'm making three hundred thousand dollars a year but I really want to get into apps and I want to talk to you about how I can find a designer for 300 bucks to reskin this casino source code. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like you are a very, very, very capable and smart project manager. Why are you throwing away all those skill sets to focus on this completely new business model instead of saying, how do I just become a project, like the best project manager and just put that on the app business, right? And just like leverage the money and the lifestyle of a digital digital marketing company a- instead of like tr- going all the way from scratch. And I think it's a, like kind of like what you're saying, you know, so, like people just don't think about that first. They think there's only one path to get into the app business and that is create your own portfolio, market it like with ASO and paid traffic and PR the same way everyone else does. And if you don't do that, like you're screwed. And I'm just like, no, you, you could, there's so many more ways to do it. So I have a highly relevant sponsor for the show. It's called Gummy Cube. That's G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E.com, Gummy Cube. And they are the world's best experts when it comes to app store optimization. Uh, what they can do is help you answer these questions. What are the best keywords to target for your app? What's the best name for your app? What's the best description? You see, Apple and Google use those details to rank your app. So you need to be thinking about them, you need to be A-B split testing them, and and just doing a lot of work with App Store optimization. So to take the headache away from you, just go and use the world's best experts in App Store optimization, that's GummyCube. So I want to thank GummyCube for being an awesome sponsor, and just remind you that you can go to www.gummycube.com and go check out what they can do for you. Thanks very much for supporting the show. 
Now I know, because it's the big question I'm always asked, how do you get noticed on the App Store? It's one of the biggest challenges, so I'm absolutely thrilled that we can speak with Roby Ganguly, who's the founder of Apptentive.com. We're going to talk about app discovery. Roby, I, I believe you've, you can help uh, the listeners with app discovery by using Apptentive. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think we think of ourselves as really the experts in, in customer love. We're the company that helps you listen to your customers, reach out to them, make a better app, make them happier and, and retain them. And like you, we hear from thousands of companies about what to do when they start, when they launch. And, and they always say, you know, we show up and our, our app store presence is empty. Nobody's rated us, nobody's ever reviewed us. And so I think that the early days are really about making sure that your evangelists are out there saying great things in the app store and that you're listening to those early downloaders, those customers, so that you can make sure that you know what they need and what they want next. And creating this really, this early flywheel where you get great ratings and reviews in the App Store, where you intercept negative feedback and you're able to learn from it and make a better app, and turning that into momentum in the App Store so that it looks like three months after launching, we've got hundreds of ratings that are five stars and people are talking about how awesome you are, and your app at the same time is constantly getting better, is gonna look you know, six months down the line, like an amazing launch. That's what success really feels like. And it's, it's really about having that connection with your customers. Well, that's a no-brainer then. So I do think that you should go to apptentive.com forward slash app guy. And I really do thank you, Roby, for sponsoring the show. So there's two more things, Carter, we need to do before I say goodbye to you. One is that uh, we love to learn about new resources, new, new tools maybe that we can use. And I know one of the biggest challenges is app discoverability, getting downloads, getting you know your app noticed. Uh, and do you have any tips or tools for app discoverability in that market? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's a there's a lot, right? Like, um, obviously, the big ASO tools, Sensor Tower, and uh, you know, App Codes, and all those those are great. And I think one of the one of the things about those ASO tools is that the tool is not really going to do a whole lot for you unless you are really good at using the tool, right? So if, if you're not going to put in the time or hire someone who's going to put in the time, those tools are not going to magically get you more downloads, but they do have magic in them. It just, it just takes a while. It's kind of like doing keyword research on Google. If, you're not, if you don't know how to use it really well, it's not going to do very much for you. But those are terrific resources. I think a really good resource, one that um, recently opened up, if you go to Aptopia forward slash blue cloud, they just opened up a brand new competitive intelligence tool um, where you can really kind of see some of the hottest moving trends, who like who some of your competitors, how quickly they're moving up, what the fastest moving categories are, you know, find hidden markets like that. I think that that's a really interesting new space because that that opens you up for opportunities, right? Like you can say, all right. You know, the health category is killing it this month. Like, we should probably try to try to do something in there. Or, you know, the reference category has awesome growth and, like, great top-grossing apps or whatever that are easy to build, whatever it may be. Um, and then on our website, you know, just Blue Cloud Solutions, we offer a lot of, a lot of free resources. Our community, uh, it's like a, you pay a dollar and you can get a 14-day free trial. We've got a killer Facebook group where everyone communicates but I think through all those, um, you're definitely going to find a lot of the resources and the you know opportunities that you're looking for. Yeah, and I love that you mentioned Aptopia. They are a former guest, and if anyone hasn't heard that episode, it's 286, where we talk um, about them selling apps from $500 to $450,000. Well, well, so that's, that's actually, app, so. Uh, so Aptopia, 
they spun off their buying and selling arm. And it's called Fliptopia now. And Apptopia itself is a, it's like almost like a high-end app Annie where you can, you can type in any app and it'll give you like every, all the download estimates from any country that that app has. It has all the SDKs that that have app installed. You can do like, you can track the competitive intelligence on any app you can think of. So it's more of a research tool than Fliptopia is like, you can buy an app for 500 bucks or a thousand bucks or $20,000 or whatever. So it's, all, it's a whole new product that it, it's released actually this week. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, yeah, I, I do. Uh, I do remember the email about that change, and uh, uh, I guess it's a bit late to ch- change the uh, episode. But uh, I maybe need to get them back. Yeah, on yeah, you definitely should. He's uh, they, they've got something really great. I know he would love to uh, to talk about it, but it's it's a terrific tool. I'm really impressed with it. Yeah. So this is a show about apps, Carter, and uh, I mean. As someone who lives and breathes apps, I'm wondering on your phone if you have one or two apps you perhaps could recommend to us that maybe we have a come across Um, And I know we're using your phone to record, so you might have to do it from memory. Um, (laughs) I was just thinking, don't... I'll tell you what, you know, one app, so like I'm, I'm, you know, this this might not be widely available or widely used because... Um, believe it or not, I actually don't use that many apps. But one that I got recently, so uh, on, in my free time, I love, I have a Phantom 3 drone, and like I love shooting video with that thing and just making cool videos for Instagram or Vimeo or whatever. And Vimeo has a really cool new app that's called Cameo. It's been out for a little while, but they've, they've just done an update. And what Cameo is, is just a, a really, really easy uh, way to, to make cinematic quality videos that automatically upload HD quality straight to your Vimeo channel. And so uh, as a drone user, like I can, I can shoot 4K video on my drone and then drive it, drop it right on my phone and then have like an awesome editing program um, that has like really good soundtracks that has all the stock music you can put on there and it easily syncs up your Vimeo account. So if anyone's out there who's interested in video, it's a terrific app. I'm really impressed with what they've done. Well, I'm actually really interested in the uh, the Phantom uh, drone. I was looking at one of those myself, and uh, uh, do you actually control it with an app on your phone, or or is it uh, controlled? Yeah, so it's a remote control. control. And like the nice thing about the Phantom Three is that you you get a DJI the company uh, you get their app on on your phone, and then when you turn on the remote and you turn on your drone, uh, you get a live view of what the drone sees, and you can. So, yeah, on the, on the <laughs> Vision 1 great, and Vision yeah. 2, they didn't have that. Uh, you had to buy an attachment, which is a pain. But the Vision 3 has it, or the Phantom 3 has it, and it's like, it is so, so cool. Like, if, I, I mean, I, I could not recommend that product more highly. It's just so much fun. Like, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I just watched um, a YouTube video. I think it, was, um, it went viral where they uh, were hovering above a wind turbine and somebody was sunbathing yeah. on top of it. <laughs> yeah. They just caught exactly. the guy, and uh, it was yeah. just—it was unbelievable. So yeah, what, where 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 do you take um, yours? If you go, where do you? Um, man, I've got take yours I've for gotten a, a lot. If you go to my Instagram account, is Instagram forward slash cg thomas. Um, I'm not trying to self promote myself, but you can find my my Vimeo channels on my profile there. Um, but I shoot it like all over California. I've done some over when I travel. What I did, which was a really—I I didn't realize this was going to be such a good uh, move—is I bought one of the hard shell backpacks, and so I can like bring it as a carry-on on the plane. Uh, I can travel with it way easier. 
Because I, what happened was after I bought it, I wasn't using it enough, and I realized I wasn't bringing it places because it was hard to transport. Because there's like you know, it's, you know, for obvious reasons. And so buying the backpack, which was like 120 bucks, like made me use it 10 times more. Um, so yeah, like every like Hawaii, uh, Big Sur, the Northeast. I mean, in, in San Francisco Bay, I, like I, I did one where I woke up at sunrise, and like there's nobody in the city, so I did this awesome sunrise footage over the Bay Bridge and. This is awesome. It's so much fun to use. Yeah, I mean, I've just come um, from two months in Bali, and there's a place called Changu, which is a surfers' paradise, pretty much. And there was a lot of the surfers. I was surfing, and a lot of the surfers there had the uh, GoPro cameras. But um, I, I can imagine, you know, like the the um, uh, the drone would be awesome, like to follow a surfer. Oh yeah, along a wave. Th- there's some. Uh, uh, yeah, There's an awesome uh, guy who lives, I can't remember his name, but uh, he lives on the north shore of Oahu, which is you know kind of a mecca of surfing. And all he does is he films surfers on Pipeline, which is like the famous wave there. And uh, it, he's on Vimeo. If you type in, you know, North Shore Oahu Pipeline drone, you'll see his videos. They're unbelievable. Like it's the coolest footage ever. It's awesome to watch. This is great. <laughs> Carter, thanks very much for entertaining us with drones and with your, your journey. I'm going to put all the uh, links to uh, the things that were mentioned in um, episode 348 of theappguy.co. But in the meantime, how best can people get in touch with you or reach um, out? Yeah, you? honestly, you know, Blue Cloud, uh, go on there. Uh, join, if, if, you know, if you want to pay a dollar, join Blue Cloud Select because that's gets you in the Facebook group. And we're, you know, we definitely have a really good conversation going there. Um, and then if you opt in for the email newsletter, um, that comes from an email that I check every morning. So like if you, you know, you opt in and just reply to that email um, that gets auto sent out to you, like I'll see it and I can, you can touch me. And then on Twitter is like Twitter for twitter.com forward slash Carter Thomas. Um, but any of those, I'm usually pretty easy to get a hold of. So I like, I like to uh, connect with a lot of people. So um, feel free to hit me up anytime. Well, Carter, thanks for connecting with us on the show and all the best with um, playing with your drone and playing with your company and helping all these uh, people out in your community. My pleasure. Thanks for coming on the show. So remember to go and check out www.gummycube.com. That's G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E.com who are the world's best app store optimization company. And I highly recommend uh, using them to improve the optimization of your apps and help them get discovered in the app store and use their algorithms and their data cube from the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. So www.gummycube.com and thanks to Gummycube for being such a great supporter of this show. So I've got some really exciting news. Uh, the App Guy podcast has been nominated for the International Podcast Day Gratitude Award. Uh, this is an award that is presented uh, in conjunction with uh, podcast reviews. And I've had the founder on the show, in fact, um, quite a number of episodes ago. So this International Podcast Day Gratitude Award uh, needs your help Uh, If you have left me a review or if you have not left a review yet, it doesn't matter. Just go to iTunes or Stitcher and tell me how this podcast has made an impact on you. And what the uh, review panel do is they go through uh, the reviews uh, over the um, 
period of assessment and they look to see who has made the biggest impact with their audience. So if you have had any impact with uh, listening to this show, if it has made a difference to you, uh, go to uh, you can go to theappguy.co and just hit the subscribe button on iTunes to find the link or you can just search through Google uh, and you can leave a review a review on iTunes or a review on Stitcher and that's how the podcast reviews panel assess and if they feel like it's made a big impact then they will award uh, the App Guy podcast the International Podcast Day Gratitude Award so I need your help please do it it'll be so much fun to have that hanging on my wall and uh, I need all your help so I really appreciate it go and do it now um, because the deadline is the 30th of September And so time is pressing. But thanks very much. And I'm sure I'll be delivering another episode to you very shortly.